0: Welcome back to the next episode of the Oscar Rewind Podcast. We're here to break down each Oscar Best Picture Nominated list and determine what our opinions are on the best films from the Oscars. I'm your co-host, Quentin Phillipson, and joining me today, she is driving me crazy, but she's going to help us discuss Driving Miss Daisy as Andrea Tennis. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing well.
0: So... We have the last film here for the 1990 Oscars of the 1989 films. And so, Andrea, you picked this year. This was the first year so far from this entire series here that you picked. You were very pro the 1990 Oscars, and we're done. We've watched all five films. We will do a ceremony to celebrate. But what was your thoughts on the overall roster here of films?
1: I mean, I personally felt like there were films that were a lot stronger and there were ones that were a lot weaker. I liked it though. I I really I really connected with a lot of the films. I know that I loved My Left Foot, which I had never seen before. Um, I loved Dead Poets Society. That was a good one as well. You know, we had Field of Dreams. That's one I, I grew up watching. Uh, my grandpa's are really big into baseball movies, and then Driving Miss Daisy what is one of my grandma's favorite movies. Um, so yeah, overall it was good. I don't know what movie I just missed there. but
0: Fourth of July.
1: Oh, fourth of July was definitely the worst in my opinion. So yeah, but I loved, loved it. I thought it was a good journey. I thought we got a good variety from this year actually. Because, you know, you want to have some strong ones.
0: You want to have some weak ones. Uh, I agree with you for the most part with uh, the two best and the rest of them being relatively all right. Uh, The one thing I would probably argue with is the variety. I think they're all kind of the whole American Dream-esque, or at least three of them are, and the three that I was the lowest on. I think Born on the Fourth of July, Driving Miss Daisy, and Field of Dreams are all very white savior american dream pro america films they they obviously have different stories but they all kind of have the same want to make you feel good about america attitude and they don't really change much in aspects to the genre but my left foot is very different it is a very different film and that one is quite a trip you go through and then obviously dead poet society a very original film that one really is unique in its style. You wouldn't... uh, It feels strange seeing that as a Best Picture nominee. It is one of the best films of the year, so it deserves it, but I'm shocked that a film about kids doing poetry, one of them ends up dying, a very sad ending. It
1: was very dark, I think, for a Best Picture nominee.
0: Yeah. Then again... Everyone loves Robin Williams. The Oscars love Robin Williams. I think that really helped them just go, ah, you know what? We love our boy Williams. Throw that film up here. That could be it too. Dead Poets Society of Style, we already discussed that a few weeks ago. (laughs) We can discuss that more when we do our own awards ceremony. But we're here today to discuss the Best Picture winner, Driving Miss Daisy. So Driving Miss Daisy, I've seen once before. I watched it once with Andrea... Uh, near the beginning of our relationship, she was like, Quentin, this is a top 10 film of all time. <laughs> it will blow you away. It's just so great. And I was like, blow me away, babe. Let, let's check this bad boy out.
1: I, I don't know if it was quite said like that. This film is very just near and dear to my heart because... Um, I don't know if any of you have ever read my Letterboxd review, but this is one of my grandma's favorite films, and we watched it a lot growing up. So, you know, I probably have some bias towards this film. And, you know, when I was little, I saw how much she liked it. So I kind of, like, fed off that. So I was like, oh, yeah, this is is good.
0: Yeah, it is a very feel-good film. Maybe I would have liked this more if Green Book didn't exist. I do think they are almost... Car and Copy, the exact same film. You were just saying how these five are different in aspects, and I was saying some of them are similar. Well, Green Book and Driving Miss Daisy aren't similar. They're essentially the same movie.
1: Yeah.
0: Which, you know, isn't an issue. You're allowed to have multiple films that have the same stories, especially since this is from 1989, and Green Book's from 2018. So it's a good almost 20 years difference. Mm -hmm. So you know, there's nothing wrong with redoing stories 20 years later, but both of them winning best picture. I watched both of them for the first time, roughly around the same time. I watched green book up, mm-hmm. watched green book alone. And then I went down to hang out with you and we ended up watching driving. Miss Daisy it felt like a month apart. Like it was very close when I watched the two for the first time. So I think right off the bat, I already was kind of like, Oh, this is just a worse version of green book and then in
1: all fairness driving miss daisy did it before green book
0: yeah it did 20 years (laughs) earlier yeah exactly yeah one of them is copying the other it's green book yeah And and i think green book is a really good movie uh we'll obviously we'll get way into the weeds of green book when we eventually do 2018 but i do really like green book but for me yeah the biggest knock is definitely just the fact that it's Driving Miss Daisy 2.0. It's just it, the story doesn't feel very original once you watch this one. So that's a good point. It, Driving Miss Daisy did it first, even though I watched Green Book first.
1: That's right. Remember that. <laughs>
0: yeah. So we'll get into Driving Miss Daisy here. Uh, we'll talk about its nominations and wins. It was nominated for Lead Actor for Morgan Freeman. For It was nominated for Supporting Actor for Dan Aykroyd. It was nominated for Art Direction, Costume, and Editing. And it won Best Picture, Obviously, Lead Actress, Makeup, and Adapted Screenplay.
1: I know. I feel like those are all really good nominees. I probably need to know a little bit more about who is in the Best Actress category. Because the lead actress, she was good. She made you literally hate her. Just how rude she was.
0: No, that's a very good point. I couldn't stand her. Uh, I hate her. Every time she speaks, I would love to punch the screen. I (laughs) genuinely despise this woman. Miss Daisy is the bane of my existence, which means the actress did a pretty damn good Mm -hmm. job. The the actress was pretty dang good. I still didn't love the performance. It was really good. It was no Daniel Day-Lewis from My Left Foot. It, it, even Morgan Freeman for Best Actor, I felt like he was a much better performance. He was absolutely adorable. But yeah, Miss Daisy, she the actress is good, the character is not, and it's really hard to compare how she is as a lead actress because none of the other nominated films has a lead actress, which might say something about this year in time because it was all male-led Male-centric films. Dead Poets Society, there wasn't a woman in sight. My Left Foot, it was Daniel Day-Lewis and a bunch of his bros. His mom was great.
1: His mom was amazing. Yeah, yes.
0: the only woman to be seen in that film. Born on the 4th of July, it's Tom Cruise and a bunch of his war buddies. His mom, Ooh. also great. But, you know, it's just, it's guys and their moms. That's this whole theme for 1989. So it's hard to compare... Jessica Tandy, who did great as mm. Miss Daisy, but we never saw any other nominees. I mean, year.
1: and even in uh, A Field of Dreams, there's not very many much time with the wife and the daughter. Those are the only other two females I can think of yeah. for that. Yeah, it's
0: him, the evil son-in-law.
1: <laughs> Brother. Brother-in-law. brother-in-law.
0: Yeah, yeah, the evil brother-in-law, and then all the random... Football player... All the random baseball players he uh, picks up. Like, no woman in sight this year.
1: That is crazy. I didn't even really think about that until, like, we're just now talking about it. How Miss Daisy was one of the only leading actresses.
0: Yeah, so this should have been a... I obviously wasn't even born in 1989 when this film was, you know, being nominated for Best Picture here. But I could imagine... Jessica Tandy must have been a slam dunk. It must have just been a guarantee. She's the only lead actress nominated of the five best picture films. Clearly the Academy loved these five films and she's the only contender. Like going into the ceremony, they should have just done this award first. It should have just been a guarantee. Clearly the Oscar of all the nominees only liked her movie. So, I felt like it must have been a pretty obvious choice here. Uh, Jessica Tandy did great. Uh, It's tough to really compare the competition here.
1: Did you also say that Morgan Freeman didn't get nominated for this film?
0: Uh, Morgan Freeman was nominated for lead actor, yeah.
1: Okay, good, good. I didn't hear that when you went through them, okay.
0: Yeah, and he absolutely deserved it. He was great.
1: Oh, he was wonderful, yeah.
0: Yeah, the other films that the lead actress positions were nominated for was Camille Claudel, Shirley Valentine, Music Box, and The Fabulous Baker Boys. I haven't even heard of these movies.
1: Nope, I haven't heard of any of those.
0: I'm sure they're good, but yeah, I just never heard of them. Mm -mm. I'm trying to see if there's any movies that we did watch this year that might have deserved a nomination. I imagine one that me and you might agree on with is When Harry Met Sally, the lead character, Sally. She didn't get a nomination.
1: Yeah, I I love May Gray, and I think she is an amazing actress.
0: Yeah, we never... Obviously, that's not a very Oscar-y film, a romantic comedy, so makes sense it didn't get yeah. the nomination, but yeah, uh, we liked her performance. She was very good. So we can actually discuss the story here for driving Miss Daisy. Uh, the story, if you've seen Green Book, you pretty much know the story where they kind of re, you know reverse the roles here. But the successful person isn't the black musician Green Book; it is the white elderly woman Miss Daisy who she's got so old she can't drive very well, and her son, who is also nominated for who is also nominated for supporting actor steps in and hires Morgan Freeman to be her chauffeur, to drive her around whenever she needs help, to assist her in the house, and she hates him. Uh, Hard to tell. I believe she hates him because he's African-American, but she does have a maid that is also African-American that she doesn't treat as poorly. So maybe she just doesn't like the way he laughs or the way he smiles. She just does not like this guy. It could be a mixture of she doesn't like a man telling her around and an African male man telling her around. And she doesn't like her brother in forcing upon himself in her life. She probably just all three of those things combined is probably why she just doesn't like Morgan Freeman. But it's a story of Morgan Freeman, who is absolutely amazing in this film and Miss Daisy, who is absolutely horrible and their bond coming together.
1: And you know, I was going to say, You know, you might be a little bit right about some of that, but she also really hates her daughter-in-law, and she's pretty horrible to her in this film as well. I think she just doesn't like people coming into her life unless they've been there for a long time, and they're kind of like just a routine. Like, I think that's what she said about her cook. Uh, She's been there. They know how to stay out of each other's way. So, I don't know. That was just kind of my take on it.
0: That's a good point. I'm trying to think of reasons why she doesn't like Morgan Freeman. But she could just hate everybody. She could just be I, straight up a bitch.
1: I think yeah. she, I honestly <laughs> think she is. And if she's even really kind of mean to her son and he, you know, he's just learned to tolerate it and he's like, okay, mama, yeah, you know? That's
0: a good point. Uh, you know, I retract my statement. I'm sure it does have something to do with her not really liking African Americans. But uh, yeah, it could just be because she's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll back, I'll agree with that statement, Andrea. Uh, but Morgan Freeman, uh, we can't stress this enough. Really is a gem. This might be my favorite performance of Morgan Freeman. He is so fun, so jovial, so happy. Um, I the, the biggest question to me is I don't know how he sticks through this the entire time. I would have been out in seconds, I would not have, I couldn't stand being in a room with this woman, and he is just so nice to her, so considerate. Uh, the biggest mystery of this whole film is a how come nobody's shot this woman yet and b how come morgan freeman hasn't just got up and left because he's really toughing through this whole thing what a guy
1: yeah he really sticks it out and i think that's what makes him so great he kind of just like never gives up on the position and i also think hey, maybe her son's paying him, like, a ton of money for that time period. She better, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he definitely deserves it. He puts up with a lot. Like, he's even sitting there trying to fix her light bulbs in one scene, and Miss Daisy is annoyed that he's trying to help. Like, he's just a helpful guy.
0: I was just about to point that scene out, too, how he's just trying to clean her chandelier, and she's just like, you're cleaning my stuff? (laughs) don't touch my stuff i want it dirty
1: and then and then there's a scene in the beginning and this is kind of why he gets the job where the elevator is kind of broke it's between floors uh where her son works and he just calmly walks the guy through how to fix it and then i think that's when her son realizes wow this is really a patient guy and he knows how to do a lot of things
0: yeah so, Morgan Freeman knows how to do a lot of things. Miss Daisy knows about Jack squat. Uh, and, honestly, uh, Andrea thinks that this has a good arc. I don't think Miss Daisy really ever gets nice. I think she's been miserable this whole film. From the very beginning, it's her and Morgan Freeman, and they have this journey. And even, like, the last 30 minutes of the film, he's, like, driving her down this road, and he's like, I gotta go pee. And she's still, like... No bitch, you go pee in a African American stall when we get to like our location. I'm not stopping for you to go pee, and that's morgan The big moment was Morgan Freeman going, "Enough is enough, bitch. I'm peeing, Like, girl. i have allowed you to quickly stop and go have a pee break." But like, she never had a moment of change. It was always Morgan Freeman changing and being like, "I'm putting my foot down every now and then, Miss Daisy." You
1: know, I I disagree. I disagree because she did have nice moments. She, But she was such a sour, mean person. I think that kind of overshadowed when she did try to do something nice. There was a scene where she realized Morgan Freeman didn't know how to read. And she was like, oh, you're joking. Like, she thought he, like, wasn't serious. Like, he was just joking with her, messing with her. And it turns out, no, he didn't know how to read. He was never taught. And then she gets him uh, one of her old teaching books on how to read. I thought that was... know i felt like that was a somewhat nice mrs daisy scene kind of it didn't make her a great character when that happened but you know it was trying to show the bond that they were starting to form like she wanted to help him
0: i agree to an extent there i'm glad that we finally kind of disagree on something on this podcast i feel like we mostly agree but I agree to an extent. Uh, during the graveyard scene where she was telling me to put the flowers on the grave. And she was like, go to Bodark or whatever. And he's like, oh, well, uh, how, how do you spell Bodark? I don't know what that is. And she's like, I don't know. I thought the way she handled it was pretty fucking rude. Where she was like, uh, do you not know how to read? B B, it's B. So look for the B sound. And then she's like, what goes after B? He's like, I-, I don't know, Miss Daisy. She's like, "B Bo." Uh, uh, uh. It's B-O! Morgan Freeman, B-O. Like she like was not very nice about it. She was kinda like, idiot, you're wasting my time.
1: I think you took it the wrong way. Maybe she I could've. A, she was a school teacher. Like that's how you teach kids. Oh my gosh. That's how you talk. teach kids? in the States it is. Like, oh you know, like you go. Ah, ah, be b, b. Like you that's oh, yeah. how, Sounded like. maybe out. she was a little more like
0: I just thought it was her yeah.
1: Emphasizing on it or whatever, but like, I don't know. I didn't think she was trying to be mean. Also, I just think she's one of those people that just kind of comes off that way.
0: So I disagree with that scene, but I do agree later on where she gives him the book to learn how to read. That is a very good moment. And that is a scene that does kind of show you that she does learn to not despise his existence. Because, you know, if you despise someone, you wouldn't give them a book. But it was so close, so close. Where she gives him the book and Morgan Freeman's really touched by this. He goes, oh, thank you. And for a second, you're like, yes, they finally did it. They had this nice moment. And she like looks at Morgan Freeman and kind of looks at the screen to remind the audience by going, it's not a present though. I want to give you a present. (laughs) Like, obviously it's her like, she doesn't want to admit she likes him. Mm -hmm. So it's still a night, it's a rare kind of nice moment because, you know, she kind of gives him something. She's just very, like, in her way, set in her ways. Hey, I didn't like you four years ago. No, I still don't like you. I don't want to admit that. Yeah, I agree. It's more like she's kind of stubborn. Yeah,
1: she's very stubborn. Yeah, it doesn't
0: make me like her, but you're right. We do know that even though she doesn't want to admit it, she kind of likes him. She doesn't want him to die anymore at this point.
1: <laughs> I don't know if she ever want. She wanted him to go away. Yeah. In the very She really wanted him to go away. And then he just had to convince her that... She needed him, no matter how much she didn't want him there.
0: Yeah, uh, we'll get right into it here, but we'll just put it out on the side now that we're on the... We'll address it now that we're on the topic, but my favorite scene of the film is the whole he takes a can of beans, or what, a can of fish? Well, what it was, was it a can of
1: fish, I think. Yeah, I wanna yeah,
0: like a little can of fish. So he takes the can and eats it, because the poor boy is hungry, and she... Counts her inventory. She is like a manager at a McDonald's looking at their inventory supply. And she's like, what's this? There's only 11 cans of fish. I order 12. I had 12 in my closet. And so she calls up her son and she is ready to get Morgan Freeman fired. And she is ready to get his ass out of her house. She's got him red-handed with this can of fish.
1: And, yeah, she also goes through her trash can to get the Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she goes
0: through her trash like a wild animal. <laughs> this woman is crazy. And so the son is trying to explain, okay, hey, I'm sure I'm sure there's a misunderstanding. I'm sure it's all just like, no, 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 no. No misunderstanding. Morgan Freeman, I don't like that guy. And Morgan Freeman just walks on in and he's just like, Oh, hey there, Miss Daisy. It seems like you're uh, quite upset and in a fickle over there. Uh, is it because I bored a can of fish? Because I, on my way here this morning, I picked up an extra can for you. Sorry about that. I was hungry. You didn't let me eat any food because you hate my existence.
1: No, no. She had made something, but he said it was too dry to eat. And, you know, it just wasn't really. I don't know. Well, didn't,
0: didn't she say she gave him her leftovers? Like, she finished eating her food and she was like, I, le- I left you my leftovers. And but he was like, I'm not a caged animal, Miss Daisy. I want my own food.
1: I didn't take it that way. Like, you know, like we make a big beef stew or like a pot roast. We're not going to eat it all. There's going to be leftovers. That's how I took it okay. when I said leftovers. I took
0: it as... Uh, Miss Daisy only ate uh, two thirds of her plate of food. She's like, Well, this last third is good enough for that bitch Morgan Freeman over there. He doesn't get ac- an actual meal. He gets to have my leftover beans from my m- plate.
1: You're so salty. <laughs> I'm not salty. I'm just <laughs> saying. Uh, Miss Daisy, <laughs> know, what
0: a piece of work. And so he pulls out the can, he gives mm-hmm. it back to her. And then the son kind of looks at Miss Daisy. She's like, See, like, are you going to apologize for making this big fat, big fuss? And Miss Daisy just. Trottles away in her little huffy, puffy mood. Uh, It It, was great. Miss Daisy looked like an idiot. I hated her. It was great. Put her in her place, Morgan Freeman.
1: My favorite part was uh, the son's like, oh, we have to have a talk. And he's like, all right, let me just put my jacket up. And that's whenever he, the son gives the mom the look. And then they both walk off, and Morgan Freeman comes back, and he's probably like, what the hell? Where'd everyone go? Yeah,
0: Yeah, good times. Man, um... Uh, here's a question, Andrea. How much would you have to be paid to work for Miss Daisy? How much would how much would it cost for you to live with this woman? Hmm. Like the bare minimum. Like the bare minimum would cost for you to be willing to do it.
1: Um, I don't know. Maybe if I got paid like $150 a day. I don't know. Well, how,
0: how, how long are you going to be there during the day? $150 is not too much.
1: No, eight
0: hours eight hours a day okay 150 yeah. so that's like 20 dollars an hour I
1: guess.
0: well that's very generous i couldn't do that
1: <laughs> i don't know i figured you would say like a thousand dollars a day or something close
0: to yeah i, I yeah. was i was thinking about a thousand dollars a day yeah i was thinking yeah that sounds about right a thousand dollars a day and i could be there for 10 hours so that makes it about a hundred dollars an hour that sounds about fair I think I could do that. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see how long it lasts. Wow. If I eat, if she, if she's feeding me her leftover beans that she didn't bother eating, then, then I might have to up the ante. But for now, I'll stick to $100 an hour.
1: I think you took it the wrong way. <laughs> well, we'll see. When I
0: live with her, we'll see what she feeds me. That's and then, then we'll determine my wage. Fair. So the film ends with the old hay getting really old and... Morgan Freeman kind of pull. Uh, she ends up liking Morgan Freeman. Uh, they've been together for about a century at this point, point. <laughs> and she. The film ends with her telling Morgan Freeman that he's her best friend, and then no. it pretty much ends like that, right?
1: No, 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 no. So, you, really quick, you miss asking me what my favorite part was.
0: What's your favorite part?
1: So, my favorite part was. part you're talking about which wasn't actually the end but it was really close to the end well i tried Uh, to block
0: it i fell asleep (laughs) at that point it was the end for me
1: so basically the makeup in this was great they aged these characters so good for the time the time i think and you know by the end she's a pretty old lady and morgan freeman's still there and there's one scene where like she is just losing her mind like she's obviously going through a dementia or like early Alzheimer's and she's trying to find stuff and uh Morgan Freeman doesn't really know how to calm her down so she calls he calls her son and then like they end up in this room because she's like I gotta grade the papers for the children. They're gonna be so disappointed if I don't. And then I don't know, she kind of realizes she's having a moment and that's when she's like, you know, you're my best friend. I don't know. I thought it was very moving, it was very touching I it was just a really good scene. You know, no matter how horrible of a character she was, I thought in that moment it showed her very vulnerable.
0: Yeah, she was very vulnerable. You said she was acting crazy. I thought she acted the same as she did the whole film. I didn't really <laughs> notice a difference. <laughs> Flailing her arms and walking around like she has no idea what reality is. But, Sounds like a normal Miss Daisy day.
1: But you really she I'm thought bad. she was a school teacher in that moment, but she had been out of, she'd been retired for like probably 30 years
0: yeah and uh, the only schooling she's getting is when morgan freeman schools her Oh, (laughs) but yeah it was was a fine ending um i'm a little bummed it didn't end with her dying i think that should have been the most justifiable ending not just because i hate her but i just feel like you know i hate her so i think it would have been pretty good But uh, her saying that he was her best friend, it is a good moment. I also point out to Andrea that he was her only friend. She literally only lives with him for the last, like, 30 years. So, like, it's a good moment, but also, like, you're the best of one. Good job.
1: it would just show how hard she was to get close to, I think.
0: It's still and, a good moment.
1: And that's not true. That he was not her only friend. She had those three other ladies she played bridge with as well, which I would consider friends.
0: Yeah, but I think she hates them from the vibe I got. She every time <laughs> they leave, she's like, "Oh, look, those brats! I mean, they—they're so gossipy. I hate them."
1: No, no. She was she was very worried about what people thought of her. Yes. Like she she one at one point uh, he accidentally picked her up in front of the church, and you know. He, he was like, oh, Miss Daisy won't have to walk very far. But then when she got in the car, she's like, go, go, drive, drive. Yeah, she was oh,
0: very angry. So yeah.
1: embarrassing. Why would you do that? Yeah,
0: She did not want to be seen with an African-American. She's very pro-image.
1: But it, it wasn't only that. It was that she didn't, didn't want to. not want to seem come, rich. Yeah, rich yeah. and stuck up. Because that wasn't, like, who she thought she was.
0: Which is what she was.
1: <laughs> well, true. She was. She
0: was that. rich and stuck up. But, you yeah. know, you don't want people to know the truth. I get that. I get that.
1: She wanted to seem on their level, if that makes sense. Exactly. Because there was even one scene where Morgan Freeman was like, but Miss Daisy, you are rich. No. And she's like, oh, don't say that. No. She very much undermined how like well off she was in the film.
0: All right, so that's it for the film. Uh, it ends with a great moment, according to Andrea. Uh, extremely mediocre moment, according to me. And everyone's still alive, so that's great. But we can get on to some of the nominations it got. It did win for makeup, and Andrew already addressed this, but I will back her up here. As a little of a fan I am of this film, the makeup is great. The, uh, the makeup is really well done, especially for 1989. Mm-hmm. The aging that they do with just the makeup, it is really good. Uh, you can see the stages of them um, aging throughout the film, especially near the end. They really do a good work yeah. here. Uh, justifiable win it definitely deserved the win
1: yeah morgan freeman's is probably the best because at this point it's pretty early in his career still and he looked like an old old man by the end of this i was i was very shocked like i said for the time i was super shocked that they pulled this off
0: so yeah. well in the last scene of this movie he looks older than he does right now
1: yeah, it's, it's crazy.
0: They really aged them. So it was very impressive, especially with the fact that they couldn't use CGI back then like they would do for the Irishman with de-aging. So very impressive. I really liked it. We can get to some of the other nominations here. Lead actress, we don't have much of a comparison. So yeah, by default, definitely the best performance. It was a good performance. And we haven't seen the other four. So sure. Good, deserving win, I guess, by default. Uh, I have no issue with the performance. I thought it was good. I guess, well, let's quickly go back here. What was the best actress performances that we've already seen? We saw for Black Swan. She was great.
1: Mm-hmm. I love Black Swan. That was, Natalie Portman was amazing. Yeah,
0: so Natalie Portman winning best actress. She was definitely a stronger performance. And yeah. then I kind of forget the, oh, and then Ingrid from uh, Gaslight.
1: And I loved her as well. Yeah. I I would say right now, this is probably the weakest performance for a woman winning yeah. best so the,
0: actress. Yeah, so the weakest best actress performance, which, you know, it's hard to compare against those two, which and, we love. So it's well, so a hard one.
1: I was also going to say that I looked up a couple of the films that you said earlier on Letterboxd to see what their scoring was. And a lot of the movies that for best actress fell like between 3.0 and 3.4. So. yeah
0: well so pretty much with driving miss daisy right yeah so who knows which performance i would have preferred maybe one day i'll finally watch them all we'll see probably not actually but you know no. uh, here's to hoping maybe i'll trip into watching <laughs> one or two of them maybe one day i'll watch uh, the fabulous baker boys that'll be the one i'll watch
1: <laughs> hey i like the actress that was nominated for that though as michelle pfeiffer
0: there you go must be a good movie the Baker Boys. We'll watch that next. Ooh. So we also had the lead actor nomination for Morgan Freeman. Well-deserved nomination. Uh, as I've already said, my favorite character in the film by far. It was really the only character I liked. And
1: You like the sun as well, though.
0: I think I liked him more the first time. Like I, he, he, he was pretty good. I liked him at scenes, and then some scenes I just thought he was kind of there. But there was definitely some good moments with him. Uh, <laughs> he was way better than Miss Daisy. I am not diminishing the sun. He was way less racist. But uh, Morgan Freeman, I thought was great. I really liked him. Uh, I know you did as well. I think his laugh is so contagious. Every time he giggles, you feel like laughing too. Like a very, very good performance.
1: Yeah, he was amazing. He was my favorite part of the film as well. He was just patient. He was kind. He was always just kind of trying to do the right thing. And he stuck with her even whenever she they went down to go visit her relatives. And one of the relatives tried to get him to move down there to work for her. And I I love this scene as well. He kind of used that as a leverage with her son to uh, get a raise. I thought that was pretty clever on Morgan Freeman's part. Anyway, overall, he was was perfect.
0: So we can kind of compare this to the last two best picture winners that we've already discussed. And every time we do this, we'll have more and more to really compare with and really understand what makes a best picture, right? Like we might not agree with these winners, But they are the winners. They've won Best Picture, and throughout the years, we can kind of start seeing a pattern because I've already started to see some patterns with this. And the first one being the directing. King's Speech won for Best Directing. Going My Way won for Best Directing. Driving Miss Daisy is the outlier. It didn't win Best Directing. That went to Born on the 4th of July. Not only that, Driving Miss Daisy didn't get a directing nomination. Yeah, I I, I don't
1: know why. Andrew's speechless, (laughs)
0: but, well, I know why I didn't get directing. I didn't think the directing was very good for this film. But I do think it's interesting that the last two both had the win for directing, and this one didn't. So I think that's something that is pretty interesting. But the other one that seems more of a pattern is screenplay. All three of the Best Picture winners that we've discussed, King's Speech, Going My Way, and Driving Miss Daisy, have all won their respective screenplays.
1: Wow. I didn't realize that until you brought that point up.
0: Yeah, which is crazy.
1: I'm kind of surprised. It's really weird in a way.
0: <laughs> it, it is weird, but at the same time, I think screenplay is an award that isn't as well regarded compared to the acting or the directing, which is fine. Acting and directing, it's easier to look at and go, yeah, that's a great performance. Or... The way this story was told, the directing was well done. But the screenplay is the story. It's, it's the script. And you need to have a good story to be a good film. So I think The King's Speech, it had a captivating script. We loved the screenplay. It deserved to win. Going my way, we didn't necessarily love the movie. And even the pacing felt off. It didn't feel like a weird screenplay win. But it was a screenplay that just made us happy. And that's when it ended up winning. And I think Driving Miss Daisy is kind of the same aspect as Going My Way, where it's just a screenplay that makes you happy. It made all the Academy, all the white old members of the Academy, who, are, just like Miss Daisy, is white and old, feel like, yeah, I am empowering. I I, I am learning about race. This is, this is very awesome. Look at us. We're great. I think it just makes you feel good. And so I think the screenplay is all three were effective. Something to look out for. I don't know how often the screenplay wins end up being best picture winners, but it is something that's interesting because, as far as I know, the other year that we're very familiar with is the 2019 Oscars because it's mm-hmm. the most recent up until now. In a few months, that'll change. But Parasite also won screenplay and Parasite won. So we now have a 100% win rate of four films that we know of that have wow. the screenplay win. So I do think it's interesting. Um, One that is also interesting here is all of them won a lead acting award. So going my way, Bing Cosby won lead actor, King's Speech, uh, Colin Firth won for lead actor, and then Jessica Tandy won for lead actress. I don't think that's going to be as common of a thing, but I do think it's interesting that they each had a great performance that kind of helped them get the win.
1: I mean, I don't know. I kind of think that is logical. If you're going to get best picture, you want to have the best actress or the best actor or best supporting or whatever it is in the film to make it a best picture winner, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. It's good to point at a performance and go, that's a best picture film. I agree that there is a lot of merit to that. And I think my left foot, even though it didn't win, if it won, they could point at Daniel Day-Lewis and go, that's a best picture film. Like It's just easy to point at a great performance and go, that's best picture. Like, it's just very easy to watch and very easy to acknowledge. So, no, I agree. There is merit to it. And the final one that I know is a thing, I've actually heard this a lot, and we can see it here, none of them won, which is interesting notice, but they were all nominated for editing. And it's a thing that's just well-known, where I believe out of, like, the 90... How many Oscars are there now? The 92 Oscars... That are now in existence, I believe ninety or ninety one, like almost hundred percent. If you're nominated for best editing, then you can win best picture. So a lot of people, when they see the nomination list and they look at the five editing nominations, those are the only five they consider in contention to actually win. Because if you need to get the editing nom, because you need uh, for a film to have for a film to be considered best picture worthy, they want to have good editing. So that's something that's very noticeable.
1: Makes sense. You would want that as well. I just, I think to be a Best Picture nominee, you need a lot of different things. Yeah, really. you need a little
0: bit of a lot. And that's yes. a good point here. All of these got a lot of nominations. I believe Driving Miss Daisy actually had the least here, which was seven nominations, including Best Picture. That's still seven nominations. That's a lot of nominations. So you need a lot wow. to win. Going My Way, I believe had, uh, just looking at it here, it looks like they had about 10 King's Speech had about 11 from the looks of it. A lot. So that's another good way to look at it. When you look at that nomination list, when they, before the awards happen, just go, well, what films have the most? That's probably the contender.
1: Yeah, it really is.
0: Driving Miss Daisy really was a big contender here. Before we wrap it up, Andrea, what's your storyboard for this film?
1: Hmm. Old lady needs chauffeur. Man becomes chauffeur. Ends up being lifelong friends.
0: That's a very happy one. I, like I know one. yours
1: isn't going to be no. as happy. I, I try. To, I try
0: to go for the funny, quick jab of the film, and I, this one I think obviously is: uh, old white woman hates Morgan Freeman. Two hours later, old white woman still hates Morgan Freeman. I, I think. I think that's it. <laughs> I think that's a good Jeez. one. i like the storyboards it's good i'm glad we implemented this uh so we can wrap it up here but we both have an account on letterbox and we rate and review films on there and andrea out of five stars what are you going to be giving this film
1: i'm trying to remember my actual rating i think i gave it 3.5 uh It's near and dear to my heart, like I've said five times already, but I don't know. I liked it. (laughs) That's about it.
0: That's fair. Uh, For me, are you sticking to the 3.5 then? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Yeah, for me... I like the movie. Uh, I have a lot of issues, but I still love Morgan Freeman. I think it's a perfectly fine film. I don't really have any issues with it, to be honest. Well, <laughs> that's a lie. I have a that lot of- That is a lie. J- I, ignore that. I was <laughs> I was trying to be nice. Uh, I have a lot of issues with this movie. This movie sucks, but uh, I'm going to give it a 2.5. I think it's, it's a good movie. It's right there in the middle, 2.5. That's perfectly average. I like it. Uh, I've seen it twice now. I'll be honest with you. I don't- Ever plan on watching it again, unless Andrew like w- really wants to watch it? Then you know I'm a sucker. I'll do whatever Andrew I'm gonna, wants. I'm
1: gonna show Grandma Letterbox next time we go there and good. be like, "This is what he gave your favorite film, Grandma." <laughs> <laughs>
0: what? Well, hey, uh, that's fine. You can show her. I'm not ashamed of my scores. I uh, will show her that score, and then I'll show her a better movie. I'll try to see if I could win her.
1: Oof. Win her no, over? No, no. She's very. She's old, and she's stuck in her ways as well.
0: That's that's a good point. Is is your grandmother inspired by this woman?
1: No! Oh no. my goodness, have you not met her? She's sweet as can be. Yeah,
0: no, yeah. She, she's very sweet. <laughs> we just said she's stuck in her ways just like her. So I was wondering if maybe she was like, I too am Miss Daisy. That is me. Like, like, Maybe she sees herself in this woman. I don't know. Oh,
1: heavens no.
0: But is it the story she really likes? Do we think we could win her over with Green Book? I don't
1: know. Maybe. I guess we'll have to see. I don't know if she's ever watched it or not. She likes old films, though, so... So this is actually probably a newer film to her. Oh, wow. They went to go take her to see uh, the new Little Women in theaters, and I know that was, like, a big thing because Grandma hadn't been to the theaters in forever.
0: Oh, did you like it?
1: She liked it, but she still likes the original Little Women <laughs> better.
0: Well, I've never seen the original, so I can't compare. Uh, I've, I can't have a say in it, but I do like, I do like the new one. The new one's great, so uh, it has steep competition, the original. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, that is it for this week for the Oscar Rewind. Uh, In a week and a half time, we'll be here to discuss the actual ceremony. We'll actually declare what's the best film of these five nominations. Um, I think we had a lot of discourse here, but I think we'll have a lot more agreement with that one. Well, we'll see. And then we'll discuss the next, next episode. We'll realize what the next Oscar year is. I'm very excited.
1: I'm excited for that. I like when we pick New Year's.
0: Yeah, it's Angel's favorite part to see what we're going to do. And then she hates actually doing it.
1: (laughs) That's a lie.
0: All right. Well, that's everything. Uh, Have a fantastic week, guys.
1: Bye.